0: All right. So I watched the Breakfast Club interview with Rush Limbaugh. I was really excited about it. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so like out of the ordinary. Um, I generally don't watch the Breakfast Club. So like I'll watch when somebody I want to see is like on there, but I don't generally watch. It's not something I watch every day. Sometimes I go through, like, little bouts where I, like, keep up with the donkey of the days and stuff like that. But generally, I don't watch the show regularly. But I was really excited about this interview. And I have watched the interview twice. um, And the initial reaction was upsetness. And I'm glad I watched it or listened to it, I guess, again. And also, I talked to my cousin about it and I talked to my friend about it and stuff like that like I had time to process so you're not getting like my initial I mean parts of my initial reaction are still there but you're not getting the full-fledged uncut version but basically I think I've said this before to you that we're living in an interesting time it's an interesting time to be alive I think Rush Limbaugh coming on to the breakfast club was definitely like an amazing step on his part and on their part for having him on. I think, um, whoa, the mic just dropped. Sorry guys. Um, so I think that that on that level, like I think that it was a, it was an interesting step in the right direction. Um, the conversation itself is a whole other story. I think Rush came on, and he seemed very like I want to understand and I want to know. And I'm kind of disappointed, I guess, that I don't know who he talked to because made he made it sound like this is, this was the place that I was told to go to have this conversation. And I think whoever sent him there, like, I don't know why, um, or I I at least don't understand. I also feel like, um, yeah, they're just like, to me, there was better people that he could have talked to, to get the information that he wanted. Um, I also think that in the beginning, when DJ is giving like the disclaimer, and the fact that they're having Rush on, and like, they're talking about like how their show has been trying to push the culture forward and being on the forefront of uh, different topics that affect the black community and stuff like that. I think that this conversation, like when you started the conversation there, I thought that this was going to be, um, I thought the conversation was going to be different because I don't feel like that conversation brought the culture forward. I think it's great that, all f- all four of them talked, but I don't think any real work was done. And whatever Rush was trying to do, and whatever the Breakfast Club was trying to do, it seemed like they were not trying to do the same thing. Um, so they didn't have a common goal going into it, I guess, um, in my opinion. So I was really disappointed, I guess, because I... I really feel like, like I said, Rush went in there trying to understand and I think he went in there talking to people who couldn't articulate what it was that, um, what the issue really is. Like they used a lot of words, but words that I don't necessarily think that they fully understand or are able to explain. It's one thing to use um words like white supremacy and white privilege but to be able to explain it to somebody else is another story as another story I think it's all about like you can you need to know something yes but you also need to it's it's like the doctors say no one teach one do one or whatever um I think that that is the same way with ideologies and different things like that You have to know it well enough to where you're able to explain it um, in a manner that allows somebody to understand it, which means that you also have to see it from all these different angles. And it seemed to me that they went in there with this idea that we're going to get this person to say something that isn't true about them it seemed like you've already made up your mind about what this person's capable of doing and the way that they think based off of the way that you view them not based off of the way that they view themselves so for me i think this conversation on so many levels had Potential, but an opportunity was wasted by people who say that they're trying to further the culture and to really be beacons of hope and uh, able to carry a dialogue for their community in a healthy and productive way. So for me, I didn't get it. I thought that this was going to be, I thought they were going to have a really constructive conversation, and that's not what happened. And I think that that's that's something that happens a lot with conservatives and, and liberals is that they don't know how to, they talk past each other a lot of the time. And not to say that Rush did that, um, Like, was trying to do that, but I think that the other side wasn't actually willing to hear what he was saying. And you have to understand that um, there's also the age difference, I think, too, that has an impact on it. Um, But I think mainly it's just that what he was saying, they wholeheartedly disagree with but they weren't even willing to entertain the words that were coming out of his mouth you know what i mean and they didn't also at the same time when he's questioning them didn't have the knowledge or the emotional maturity to adequately explain themselves so i think that if this was going to move us forward in the in the sense of like just having the conversation i guess Some people might say that it did, but I think when you get viewers that you wouldn't get, Rush has been in the game for a very, very long time. The Breakfast Club is a wonderful show that reaches also millions of people. Like, you're getting two very different uh, populations to listen to you, so you have so much power, and I think it's a disservice to the community you claim to serve to not use that opportunity wisely. You know what I mean? To really put people up on game and stuff like that. When he was talking about, like, where, how did you guys get here? You know what I mean? You got here, obviously, I mean, Charlemagne, Envy, and Angela got there through hard work. Um, and that's what he was trying to point out. They might feel differently or whatever, and that's what they can explain, like, you know, and they can talk about the hardships that they, they've experienced uh, suffered, but at the same time, no matter how perfect your life is, there are always going to be hardships, there's always going to be these things that you have to overcome. I think it's also for me, like, I, like I said, I don't watch a lot of the interviews, but I think these people have done a lot of talking, and I, and I think a lot of people do, like, we talk a lot about, um, different things that we've noticed like they've talked a lot about misogyny on that show they've talked about like toxic masculinity but at the same time like on their show constantly when I watch them both of them speak over Angela she doesn't really get the opportunity to talk and somebody pointed out to me like you don't actually know what her job description is maybe her job is to sit there and look pretty because if it and if it is I need to get that job okay but They, I think a lot of people say that they're about things, but to actually be about them, like, actions need to change. You can't just say you're about something. You need to put it into action. So I guess for me, like, this was very, like I said, it's just disappointing, disappointing, because it's like, how can you have this golden opportunity? You know what I mean? And you didn't even do your I, due diligence, I guess. You know what I mean? Like you had somebody who was there and ready to absorb what you wanted to say and stuff like that. But instead of trying to have like a a, a deeply, the the start of a deeply complex conversation, you went in there trying to I don't know, like, have your own agenda and, like, beat up somebody who's trying to help and trying to figure out what they can do to help. Um, And when I was talking to my friend, I was telling him, you know, like, what I miss are the conversations that used to occur, like, uh, and I miss, like, people from the 60s and the 70s, you know what I mean? I miss that intellectualism and... Um, I recently rewatched, um, oh, the show is called, I think it was called Soul, but it was Nikki Giovanni and James Baldwin, um, granted they're two people of the African diaspora or, you know, black people having a conversation about, uh, the state of black culture and its place within the community and black families and all this kind of stuff. But the way that they have the conversation and uh, acknowledging how dynamic it is, um, the problems of society. uh, I just wish we could see more of that. I wish there was more of that, I guess in the world. But I like I said, I think that in theory, this conversation could have been really great. I think that they need to have um, somebody I I was reading like somebody was like, it would be good to have Ben Shapiro on one and and for what like, I think that would be really great. Ben Shapiro is um, in terms of like providing more like facts and different things like that. I think that he would have been. Uh, he would be a really great person to have on the show. I don't know if he would really go on there. I would be really surprised if they did one with Ben Shapiro. But the reaction that I feel like they wanted from Rush Limbaugh was something you would more likely get from a Glenn Beck in just the way that they, I feel like in some ways, you're trying to get this person to, the way that they came at him was like, you're trying to get a rise out of this person. You're trying to get them to act in a racist way because you think that they're racist. You know what I mean? But is it wrong for him to see you as a successful American to not... Issues, and this is something that is deplorable and should not be allowed to happen in America. Isn't that the equality that the community is striving for? Where it's not... And it's not even to say that it's, it's about just recognizing like, these are people, it has nothing to do with your race, this is just wrong, and stuff like that. And then you can get into the minutia of like, how do we change things? Like, do we, does a review board need to be created? And, um, and, Like some kind of policy changes that need to happen, some sort of psychological training, psychological evaluations that need to happen over time because you can give somebody a psychological evaluation one day. But after years and years of being on the force, you need to have it again because we don't often realize how our experiences may jade us. Um, in certain ways, not only to mention the fact that you already have a societal consciousness that has been pushed and thrust upon you through media and subliminal messaging. Um, And in terms of talking about, like, I'm going to go a little off topic. um, People's, like, they did talk about people's responses and stuff like that, in regards to the the protesting and stuff like that, I think that peaceful protests are really, really great and really, really awesome, and I think it's a great way for people to, like, get out there and and feel like I'm doing something right now instead of their bodies boiling. You know what I mean? Uh, so I think that that's really good. I think that the people who are out there looting and... Things like that, like, I think you have to realize that you're doing, like, a movement a disservice. I don't, and I, and I guess maybe I also just don't understand why um, people feel like that is necessary um, to raise awareness um, about the injustice and police brutality that is so apparent in our society, and is really tearing us apart. Um, So I don't, I don't see the value in that. And I think everybody who's not, everybody who's in different states, I think and different cities. I think it's important to maybe put energy into the different things that have happened in your own city and the things that you can resolve there. I think oftentimes we're always thinking about things on a macro level, but micro is the only way that we will slowly build up the nation that we want to see. So I'm very disappointed in the Breakfast Club. I think they missed a golden opportunity. And I think that the people who tuned in Rush's fans or whatever to really understand and see a different perspective I don't know if anything that was said and the way that they received Rush is going to change their mind or make them see things differently you know and like I said I think whoever led the, led him to the Breakfast Club like I feel like there were there are more valuable or different people that you could have talked to. I also think once again, like we don't need to be putting our stuff into celebrities and different things like that. I think everybody should be using their platform to spread awareness about the issues that are important to them and realize that the consequences of that and recognize that power and use it wisely. And in this case, I don't think that the power was used wisely. Um, And I think maybe that interview also, the conversation that needed to be had, would have been better in a one-on-one setting. You know what I mean? Because you have, like, three different people, and it seemed like at times people are talking past each other, talking over each other. So I think that there was a better way um, to do that interview. And I think everybody in these times needs to... Take a minute. this isn't to say don't go out and do anything, but to make sure that whatever you do um is constructive and isn't just like emotional because you might it being all in your feelings, you might miss an amazing opportunity to really make some change. so that's all I have to say um this wasn't the original thing that I was going to put out this week, but this happened and I was like, Oh, I really wanted to talk about it and stuff like that. So, um, next week I'll have something a little bit lighter. Cause I haven't done a lot of stuff on the pandemic and, uh, basically the state of, uh, where we are right now, just because I think, Hey, a little break is nice. So I'm just chiming in on this one thing. And I look forward to seeing, um, what happens and whether or not they have another conversation. But I hope that um, maybe they make it a one-on-one thing or they have somebody there who can be a good mediator for them. And, I mean, I do think it would be interesting for them to have somebody like uh, Ben Shapiro on who, I mean, the Ben Shapiro, I think Larry Elder would also be a really interesting person to have on as well. Um, It would also be nice for them to bring on uh, black conservatives, not necessarily black conservatives who support Trump, but to, since the community they serve is predominantly the black community and that's the culture that they're trying to push forward, I think having different voices on there um, is really awesome. I also want to, since I'm already gone kind of off topic, um, I really liked uh, Killer Mike's Speech that he gave in Atlanta, uh, I thought it was very well done, very much of that uh, social gospel, very uh, Martin Luther King-esque and stuff like that. Um, So about his idea about, like, you know, about mobilizing, strategizing, um, and I can't think of the other thing he said, but I think all of those are really good things. So I encourage every person to figure out their way of making the world a better place. It doesn't necessarily have to be you out there protesting. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're um, posting things on social media. Everybody has their own comfortability level of of uh, how much of their self they're willing to give to issues. But I think uh, find something that's important to you and, you know, do your part and don't Don't feel any sort of guilt if you're, you know, if you're not doing it the way that other people are or if you're not showing um, your own feelings in the same way that everybody else is. But I think everybody has to find the thing that they're passionate about and what matters to them and, you know, go out there, do something about it. Alright, that is it for me, Calypso, you have just been listening to Radio Therapy, and I hope you have a wonderful day, and I hope you are well, and I will talk to you next week.